Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Credit Repair Show with your host, as always, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, coming to you with another podcast on the credit repair process. And once again, before we get started, let me shout out all of my followers, all of my subscribers. If it wasn't for you, I would not be able to continue to give these podcast shows out. But you guys, a lot of you guys have emailed me. Some of you guys have messaged me and Facebook, have joined my Facebook group page. And because of that, you're letting me know that the information that we're giving you is of value. And so I want to shout out all of my followers, all of my subscribers. I want you to know that I really appreciate you guys and gals. I really do. And so we're going to bring you another quick podcast with information concerning your credit. Actually, today we're going to be talking about uh, the telephone Consumer Protection Act, which was started in 1991, which came into law in 1991. And we're going to talk about that on how uh, a lot of people, you know, most people know about the Fair Credit Reporting Act. That's the FCRA. And people are learning about the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act uh, when it comes to debt collectors. But very few people are aware of the TC. PA Act, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act, which was enacted in 1991, and it governs how uh, debt collectors or anybody, uh, telemarketers, multi-level marketing, uh, debt collectors, it governs how they are allowed to call you, uh, how they're allowed to reach out to you, what they can do and what they cannot do. And in a lot of cases, they have been breaking or violating the law when it comes to that because most people don't know what their rights are when it comes to the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Most people really don't know actually what that means or how that affects them. And so we're going to give you, as always, some information about this. But the information we give you is for us, for me to inspire you to go out and do your research because I can't give you everything about the Telephone Consumer uh, Protection Act, but I want to give you enough to at least start the ball rolling to see if you are affected by that, have been affected by that, or will be affected by that just because now you can follow up with that information and you can find that information on the Federal Trade Commission or you could just Google Telephone Consumer Protection Act and it'll give you a list of things uh, about that. All right, so we just want to give you enough. And again, all the information we're going to give you in this podcast, it is not legal advice. We are not, I am not an attorney or any aspect of that. So we don't give out legal advice. All the information we give you is for educational purposes only. And then for you to follow up and do research uh, on your own as well, in reference to cleaning up your credit, in reference to dealing with debt collectors, in reference to dealing with the credit bills, whatever we give you in all these podcasts is to at least get the ball rolling so you can realize that you do not have to live with bad debt. You do not have to live with uh, your rights being violated. There is something you can do about it. That's our key. That's our model. We try to give you the information so you can be inspired to say, you know what? I'm going to clean up my credit. 
I'm following these podcasts. I'm doing some other research. I'm going to clean up my my credit. Or if I hire somebody to clean it up, I kind of know what to expect now. You know, and this is what it's all about. Just giving you the information to help you clean up your credit. Oh, let me shout out again to those uh, who have cashed at me, you know, to support my program uh, here on Anchor and on Spotify. Thank you for your cash app uh, donation, smaller laws. I want you to know, I appreciate it. So thank you. And if anybody else is interested in donating, uh, uh to support, uh, this podcast, uh, you can go into any one of my descriptions to see my cash app, uh, name, which is dollar sign credit, 1964 dollar sign credit, the word credit. And then 1964. So I just want to, don't want to forget to thank all of uh, you guys who have sent some support and just the way of say thank you. I really appreciate it. All right. So let's deal with the uh, Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Now, most of you guys and gals are aware or have been getting phone calls. You know, most of you guys, some maybe not, but others have. You've been getting robocalls, right? You've been getting automatic dial calls where they you pick up the phone and it's a recording message telling you this or asking you this or whatever the case may be. Hey, but it's, it's an, it's an, it's a uh, recorded message is the best way I can explain it. They call it auto auto dialing or whatever. Right. And a lot of times it's scam. So you got to be careful because it are, some of them are scam. They want you to pick up the phone and say your name. And then when you say your name, <clears throat> they actually know that this number is a live number. And then that number gets reported to other scammers or whatever. So you got to be careful with that. And then there are times when you, the phone rings, you pick it up, you don't know the number and it's an automated number uh, asking you to either support something or uh, call this number, or whatever it is that they're offering you some type of product, service, uh, whatever the case. But, but the point is, it's an automated number. Now, the, T, the Telephone Consumer Act, right, which deals with what they can do and what they cannot do, and one of the things they have to do uh, is get uh, your information, your consent to send you uh, automated numbers or automated voicemails. They got to have your consent. When the law came out in 1991, and I, I know since then they've uh, updated it. In fact, let me just read. I'm going to pull this up real quick, and I'm going to read a little bit of this so you get an idea. Um, this is the TCPA, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act of 1991. So it says, the TCPA was signed into law in 1991 as a response to a growing rise in unregulated and harassing telemarketing calls and faxes. The TCPA restricts telephone solicitation, that is telemarketing, those are the major ones, and the use of automated phone equipment. The act, the law limits the use of pre-recorded voice messages, automatic dialing, and SMS uh, and fax use without explicit consumer or customer consent, companies must adhere to the strict solicitation rules. Uh, solicitors must honor the national do not call registry and subscribers may sue a company that does not follow the TCPA guideline. All right, you guys got that? So the ad came out to regulate telemarketers and anybody else who are sending automatic dialing or faxing you right and it, the major thing here is they got to have your consent so if somebody's auto dialing you and you never gave them consent 
you can actually sue them. And we'll tell you what the penalties are when it comes to suing them. You can actually sue them, right? And if your name is on the National Do Not Call Registry, which I definitely encourage you to uh, put your number on the National Do Not Call Registry, right? And if you get a phone call after they, you know, well, once that's in place, if you get any phone calls, that's a violation as well. Right. So that law, the Consumer Protection uh, Act was put into law right, so that it can govern telemarketers. That one time back in the day, they were crazy calls. You couldn't stop them from calling you. Everybody was calling you, you know, from different kind of numbers. And so the law came up and I didn't want to regulate that. And even though some still violate that, some companies, telemarketer companies, multi-level marketing companies, some of them still violate that law, that rule, that act. And that's only because they believe that the majority of people don't know what their rights are when it comes to that. Don't know what their rights are, so they violate it. But guess what? We're going to let you know that you do have some rights when it comes to that. And one of the major thing is if someone's auto-dialing you, telemarketing you, multi-level marketing you with auto auto, you know, voice messages, pre-recorded messages. Now, it has to be pre-recorded messages. Hey, then you have the right to tell them that you don't want that. And then if they continue to do that, that's a violation. And guess what? After this break, we're going to talk about what are the penalties for violating the Telephone Consumer Protection Act of 1991. You're listening to The Credit Repair Show. I'm your host, the credit doctor, as always, Angelo McCutcheon. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to the Credit Repair Show. I'm your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. As we've been talking about uh, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act and how uh, even in those, you know, that law came in 1991, but it came in to protect you, <clears throat> excuse me, from telemarketers, multi-level marketers, uh, creditors, and it deals with the fact that when they leave these pre-recorded messages on your phone, so the law came and said, hey, you guys can't do that without the consent of the consumer. All right. So this is what we're talking about. Let me I was reading uh, an article on the TCPA. And let me just finish reading a little bit more of that uh, before we get into the penalties. So interpreting the TCPA and it says over time, the TCPA was amended and more clearly defined. In July of 2015, the FCC officially released the TCPA declaratory ruling and order which addressed petitions and requests for clarity on how the TCPA, the Telephone Consumers Protection Act, is to be interpreted by the FCC. This order defined a handful of terms found in the TCPA and further clarified restrictions on telemarketers and consumer rights. <clears throat> now, some key components of this ruling include, and I'm going to read them. The first one says, telephone service providers can offer robocall blocking to consumers. So in a lot of these, you know, uh, T-Mobile and Sprint and AT&T, and a lot of these uh, telephone services that we have, they do offer robocall blocking, right? That you can download the app. Some of them are for free. Some you, have, you will pay for, depending on what you want, right? And you can put, you know, spam blocking and things like that if you so desire. 
Second, telemarketers may not use automated dialing to call wireless phone and leave pre-recorded telemarketing messages without consent. Now, that's the key is wireless phone, your cell phone. Now, remember before the cell phones came out, we just had the landlines. Right? There was some protection, but you know, now that most people use wireless, the law, which was amended in July, uh, the, from July 2015, says telemarketers may not use automated dialing to call wireless phone and leave pre-recorded telemarketing messages without consent. Put a pin in that. We're going to come back to that. Next one says consumers may revoke consent to receive calls or SMS messages in any, quote, reasonable, quote, way at any time. So you can reach out to them any way that you can. Let them know that, hey, revoke. I don't want to receive these messages no more. Next, callers must cease calling any reassigned phone numbers. In other words, if you had a landline number and you no longer had the landline, but now you had the same number and it went to your wireless number, your cell phone, then telemarketers could not call that number anymore, could not leave you know uh, messages on that number. Once it went to a wireless, forget about it. The next one says some urge, okay, in this case, it says some urgent circumstances still allow a company to call or send SMS messages to wireless phones without prior consent. Now, which, well, you know, what circumstances would allow that? And they have some examples here, such as alerts about potential fraud. If a company letting you know that there's some type of fraud going out there and they're just basically warning you about that, they can do that without your consent. Or reminders of urgent medication refills. Typically, your pharmacy uh, will leave, you know, robocall messages about your pharmacy, your medication is ready, you can pick it up, you know, so they, that's good. However, the company instigating such communications must offer consumers an opt-out option. So these companies that will report on fraud or uh, pharmacies that will, you know, they have to send your message. And sometimes you get those, you are familiar with those messages on your phone that says, hey, if you want to opt out of this, uh, uh, type in the word stop, you know, or something like that. If you want to opt out of this, type in the word stop, right? So they have to give you that. Uh, in reference to giving you an opportunity if you didn't want them to do uh, prescription dialing or potential fraud dialing or things like that, all right? So they have that there. So what happens if a company, a telemarketer, a multi-level marketing company, a debt collector decides that they want to violate that law? You tell them that you no longer want messages um, you no longer want them to send uh, voicemail messages to your phone, and they do it anyway. What are the violations? What are the penalties for that? Well, it says here penalties for running afoul of the TCPA are levied on a per violation basis, meaning that <clears throat> if, if a, a telemarketer you know, sends you five voicemail messages. Well, the, the penalty will be for each voicemail message they leave you. 
So the standard penalty is up to $500 per violation. Some You will see some that will say $400, but mainly up to $500 per violation. With those penalties traveled up to or three times the amount of, of what that violation is. So if it's $500 and it gets three times the amount, that would be $1,500 per violation. Now, how does that work? So if a a telemarketer, a cell phone company, a uh, multi-level marketing company is sending you voicemails and you reach out to them and say, do not send me any more voicemails, and they continue to do that, well, then it's 500 per violation. But if the law, if the courts or the law, you take them to court and the courts deem that they were just doing it willfully, then it goes from $500 to $1,500 per call. That's what it means by trebled up. It goes up three times the amount. right? So $500 per, vi- per violation. And if you go to court and the court deem that they did it willfully, then it goes up to $1,500 per violation. That's the TCPA. Now, if people are not familiar with the TCPA, that's the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. And when we're dealing with the National Do Not Call Registry, this is what it says about that. While these fines are relatively small compared to those extracted by other telemarketing regulation, the fine for violating the National Do Not Call Registry, for example, is $43,280 per violation. That's crazy. And they can add up to truly astonishing sums due to the fact that the TCPA allows for uncapped statutory damages. In other words, there's no limit to how much you can sue them for or you can get for breaking, for violating the National Do Not Call Registry. So let me share with you and you know, with my company, we deal with that. But let me share with you with a personal, uh, we sued a telephone provider. And I can't say the name of that telephone provider as per the settlement. But they were calling, they were robocalling me. And I told them to stop. I sent them a certified letter, told them to stop. They kept doing it. They did it a total of 22 more times after I told them to stop. We sued them. And they had to pay, at the end of the day, $22,000 for that violation. So when I speak to you from experience, I'm telling you, when they break these violations, go get you a consumer attorney and you file a lawsuit. Just document it. They're leaving you voicemails. And listen, uh, the telephone company services, they're good. They're good for that, right? Sending you voicemails saying that, hey, this is a reminder that you owe this debt. You owe this debt. So let's say you had a, a let's say a Sprint bill, right? You was You had a Sprint service and then you went from Sprint to, let's say, uh, AT&T, but Sprint said, when you left Sprint, they said you still owe them, let's say, $500. But now you were AT&T, so you no longer have them. Now, they're robocalling you about you owe this bill. 
what you would have to do is send Sprint a certified letter telling them not to robocall you anymore. And then once they get it, and with a certified letter, they'll let you know the date and time that they get it. If they continue to do that for every call, they're in violation after they receive the do not um, call me anymore certified letter. And all you have to do is just record every voice, save every voicemail. Just save it, save it until they stop doing it. And when they finally stop doing it, go get your consumer lawyer, show them the evidence, and I'm telling you, they will get sued to the max. And that is what you call dealing with the Telephone Consumer Protection Act and its penalties when a telemarketer, multi-level marketing company, debt collector, or anybody who sends you robocall messages, pre-recorded messages, you would have to tell them to stop. Now, cell phones, well, they will do it because when you sign up for a cell phone uh, provider, in their little contract, it says that they have the right to <clears throat> send you a voice. Now, most people don't read that, but it's in there. <clears throat> but you have the right to, of course, right? You have the right to send them a letter saying, I no longer want that. I want to opt out of those pre-recorded messages. Once you do that, they can't call you no more. And if they do, it's a violation. So once again, I hope we've said something to encourage you guys. I hope we've said something to inspire you guys. But you've been listening to The Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. And we say, as always, that you do not have to live with bad debt. There is something you can do about it. Just get the information, improve on the information, and apply the information. Until we meet again, I want to thank you guys. Thank my subscribers, my followers, all of you guys. I want to thank you. And that's what we always close with. Stay blessed. Whatever you do, just stay blessed. But what's even more important is that you are a blessing. And with that, we say have a blessed day.